Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, we're pleased to bring you another very special episode of the show, as we're joined by Quebec folk musician Guillaume Jabour, artist in residence for the wonderful Sound Experience program at St. Agathe Academy in St. Agathe, Quebec. Now the program, which ran in the school from December through March, and then virtually from April to June, after the coronavirus pandemic hit, allowed the students to work on a variety of different audio pieces. And it's a great conversation, and so much so that we've decided to dedicate the whole episode to it. So settle down and enjoy. Guillaume Jabour and the St. Agathe Academy Sound Experience Programme on Folk Roots Radio. Tell me I don't deserve this And that people care Tell me that you can love me And that you can dare As the raindrops are falling And I sit by the phone My mind can't stop running Don't leave me alone Cause all I wanna tell ya Is how much I love you How much I care How much you love me Is all I wanna hear Cause I'm a mess And I'm feeling blue And I'm drowning Without you And I'm hopelessly waiting on what we can be And I can't keep falling Just let me be free And I can't keep waiting On you night and day But although these feelings Please don't go away And all I wanna tell you Is how much I love you How much I care How much you love me Is all I wanna hear I love you, how much I care How much you love me is all I wanna hear 
That's a new song, Blue, created during a wonderful sound experience program at St. Agath Academy in St. Agath, Quebec, with support from artist in residence Guillaume Jabour. Now, the program, which ran in the school from December through March, and then virtually from April to June, allowed students to work on a variety of different audio pieces. And to learn more about the program, we're pleased to welcome Guillaume Jabour to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today. Absolutely, Jan. I'm so glad to, to be able to see you too through the wonders of Zoom. That's right. We are in Zoom, and it's interesting because Zoom was the program you used when you went virtually with this wonderful sound experience That's workshop right. program you were doing with the kids in the school. But, you know, I've had a chance to watch the videos and check out the songs and the other audio pieces they produced, and it, this is just brilliant. I'm so excited, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this interview with you today was just what a great program this is. I'm so pleased to to be able to share it with everybody on Folk Roots Radio. Yeah, it was really uh it was really an exciting uh exciting project, really quite big too, which I, I really enjoy. And it was one of those things that uh, brings together, you know, two of my two of my huge passions, which are education and music. And so I got involved with Elan Ace Project. Elan is the English Language Arts Network uh here in Quebec, a really wonderful organization uh, that brings together in one of their uh, one of the activities they do is bringing together artists and schools uh, you know there are many of these types of uh, programs throughout the country artists and schools so the ace program in Quebec is one of them ace ace stands for artists uh, community and education so the objectives of of this particular program is to bring together artists and schools and also to somehow bring in the community aspect into the projects that happen. And what I loved most about the project when I was approached by the organization was that it really is a, a, a blank slate. So the idea is that an artist will meet up with a teacher or teachers or administrators in a school and basically try to figure out what, what happens here, what's going on, and what can I do as an artist to connect with the students, with the teachers, support the learning that's going on, and also branch out into the community. Community. So we, the teacher that was involved in this project was uh, Janet Vecteris, who's the art teacher at uh, Saint Agath Academy. And Saint Agath is a small uh, regional school, so kids come from all over the place. And she is the art department. So Janet is the art department for the high school age. That school runs from kindergarten all the way to secondary five, grade eleven. So I worked with two secondary two classes, a secondary three class, and a secondary five class. And basically, Janet and I sat down a few times before starting and brainstormed and talked. And it was this sort of ideal, you know, team teaching kind of scenario where I came in with my, you know, my sort of sound visors on and listened to her talk. And, and we, we basically designed these projects around her interests, the interests of the students, and my interests as an artist. And it really is a, it's a residency in the sense that, yes, my role was to teach them, so to speak, or give them an experience, but also to create. So all the pieces that you heard were really done in, in co-creation, which was a really, really cool aspect of the project. So we started off with this song, Blue. Now, that was a, a song that you wrote with one of the, the students in the program? So while I was there, Santa Gath is, you know, it's a good 50 minutes drive for me. I, I'm in the Laurentians, but the Laurentians is quite vast, as you know. 
So when I would go there during the, the school days that I was scheduled to go there, which was about two or three days a week sometimes, and sometimes there would be a little break for five or six days, and then I'd come back for another two or three days. So when I would go, I would go with my portable studio, and you know I'd bring my guitars, and I'd bring all, all kinds of stuff. And I would set up, and I would just stay set up for the whole day, which was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to be around them and really be in residency, be there physically. And what started happening was at lunchtimes when we'd be hanging around and you know eating lunch, and Janet would be there. And her art class is something of a, a social hub. So that's one of those classes where the door is open. You know, the door is always open. And so students were, you know, coming and going. And I'd be there with my, with my stuff. And slowly, gradually, bit by bit, songwriters and rappers started to emerge. When I first got there, I didn't get the sense that there were lots of music in the school. And that's why they had brought me in, because there, there hadn't been a music program for some time. And so I didn't get the feel that there were lots of musicians around, but I knew that they had to be somewhere. They're, they're always around. So songwriters started to come and, and, you know, they sort of just really casually said, well, I have a song. Oh, great. Let, well, let's hear it. And so that's how this song Blue emerged. Jasmine uh, Forgette, who's the, uh, the singer-songwriter who, who composed the song, she had been hanging around kind of on the outside and there was at the beginning it was rappers rappers came out and i was experimenting with beats and loops and having fun there and you know i'd put on a beat and a rapper would step up to the mic and they would sort of freeform or they would write something and and jump on and she had been hanging around for a couple of times and and very accepted in the group of boys which was which was really cool to see and then i you know at one point i said do, do you have a song and she said yeah i i have a song that i wrote i said oh i'd love to hear it if you if you know, if you want to, what we could do is, I said, do you play? Well, not really. You know, she plays a little piano, plays a little ukulele, but we didn't have the instruments in the room. So I said, well, why don't you get up and sing it into the mic, sing it a cappella, and I'll go home and I'll see if I can hear the melody, right? So, and, you know, there are there are people in this world that that just have a really, really good ear. And so she wrote this beautiful song and it was already, it was all there. You know what I mean? Even though she sang it a cappella, I could hear the melody really clearly. I, I couldn't wait to get home and pick up my guitar and, and sort of pick at it. And so I I took her a cappella part and I, I wrote out the music. I recorded uh, an instrumental version of the guitar and I took it back to her. And so we went back and forth like this a few times. This was on off times off of uh, the work that I was doing with the students in the class. And then, you know, after three or four sessions of this back and forth, she was ready to, to sing it along with the guitar. And so she sang it. So the recording, all the recordings you hear, uh, except for some of the music, it was done in the classroom, which is kind of wild when you think about it. You picture all the, the noise in a high school and everything going around, but, but somehow we managed to get quiet in the classroom for those recordings. We put a sign up on the window, do not disturb. And there would be kids, you know, peeking in to the window. And so we got this this recording of her, and then we got to talking. It 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 is a song. Uh, you know, she she opened up it, without getting into personal details, but it it is a song about abuse, about being in abusive relationships, and and it it opened up this conversation. You know, about that kind of thing, and we were talking, and we 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 came up with the idea it would be interesting if we had another voice in the song. You know. And I had been working with some of these rappers, and one of them, uh, Dominic uh, Chensi, who's uh, who, who's really skilled, really good with words, and fast, really quick at at writing meaningful lyrics. And he started hanging around, uh, hanging around the. We it sort of 
became a songwriting club. So he started hanging around the songwriting club. And so at one point we, we brought him into the conversation and said, well, you know, we'd like to in, include a voice, perhaps a rapping part, another voice in the song, another character. You know, from the sounds of it, the first person, the singer is somebody that's caught in an abusive relationship. Perhaps the other voice, the rapper, the male, you know, could be, we talked about many possibilities. We talked about it could be the abuser. Then we, we said, well, that's a little too cliche. And, you know, the, the man's the abuser, the woman's the abuser. It's a little cliche. Let's get away from that. So when we thought about the idea of maybe something like a, a protective sort of person on the outside watching, see, you know, you've changed, you're different. What's going on? What can I do to help? So we, we sort of took on that persona for the other character. And Dominic just ate it up, wrote up those lyrics really quickly and performed it. Uh, and so same deal. He performed his rap in the classroom. And then I, I had been experimenting while I was there with uh, with beats and loops and things. So I, I slipped in the uh, the beats there. And then the final, the sort of icing on the cake was uh, I asked my good, uh, my good buddy, colleague that you know well, Carl Roof from the Durham County Poets and Jabor and the Cajun Music Project. So if, if he would be willing to, uh, to do a, a, a bass part uh, in the song. And he, you know, he loves that stuff. Anything for, for youth or for, you know, for art. So, so he, uh, he jumped on and, uh, and did his part. I mean, the magic was, was playing the, the, the finished song for, uh, for Jasmine and Dominic and for all the students. And, 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 you know, I, I remember one of the comments was, that sounds like a real song, <laughs> which is funny. You know, it's funny to hear, but yeah, it was quite meaningful. Oh yeah. I, I think it turned out great. Now, the songwriting is only part of this project because I think there was also soundscapes created for poetry and I think also for video, right? As well as some media interviews. So tell us a little bit about some of the other things they were involved with. So part of the, uh, the ACE project, and there's another branch uh, to the uh, Elan Arded uh, project as well, which is called Artists Inspire. And these projects Again, they're they're meant to bring artists into schools, but also to have art projects and art experiences run parallel to what's going on in the school. So to to you know push the importance of arts in schools, but also to show teachers and administrators and students that art isn't an isolated thing, that it really is meaningful and it's pedag you know pedagogically sound and it really can support the learning that's going on in the school. So the students had been working on a poetry unit with their uh, with their teacher on poems around empathy. And so we came up with the idea of, well, why don't we record, put the students, the SEC2 students through, you know, a professional uh, recording experience where they record their voices, reading their poems. And then we'll get, they had iPads. The school is lucky to have iPads. And so I said, you know, you don't have to be a musician to put music together on GarageBand for iPad. It's a very simple project and you can do quite quite complex stuff when it comes to EQing and compression and panning and all kinds of fun sort of editing stuff. So those SEC2 students had the chance to record their poems, their voices, uh, reading the poems. In the meantime, while I was cleaning up the poems and students would assist me on uh, on mixing and editing, other students in their group would be making music on GarageBand trying to make them match the theme of their poems a little bit. They had a lot of fun. And then the whole thing came together as a team. We would, I would work with the students and we would, we would edit and mix the music in uh, with the words, with them speaking. So it was sort of this like really condensed 
studio experience, but a short, but short, as you saw, the, 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 the poems, the pieces are short. And so the students saw, you know, right away, even though those were, you know, 30 second pieces, it's a lot of work to put together these little audio pieces. So they got a bit of a taste of, you know, what it means to be a, a recording engineer or a studio, uh, studio engineer. Well, you know, I actually love their poems so much so that actually I put four together, which we can listen to just now. This is Empathy in Words and Music from the St. Agath Academy Sound Experience Program on Folk Roots Radio. A vision of peace. Peace is more than an absence of war. Give peace to all the land. Give peace to our earth. Peace shall prevail. Our hope make earth better for mankind. Hold my hand, don't let it go. Breathe in, breathe out. Stay with me. Feet upon the sand, we've never felt so low. I just want to shout. Stay with me. clouds, a golden gate. This is heaven. I'm just a guy stuck in a crowd, unknown to my fate. Where is heaven? Cynical Lacking Neglecting Disregarding
kindness, heart, considering, caring, understanding. Benevolence Compassion Karen Morand, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with my friend, Jan Hall. That's four poems set to music as part of the Sound Experience program at Centre Gath Academy with artist-in-residence Guillaume Jabour, who is well-known to Folk Roots Radio. Guillaume's our special guest on the show today. We just listened to four poems we put together, A Vision of Peace, Stuck in a Crowd, Compassion, and I Really Do Wish. And Guillaume was just saying before we actually went and listened to them even just 30 seconds you know with as you Guillaume mentioned you know put the right music to it it sounds great and I was really taken with these poems there's actually I think seven poems that were part of the final project you can check out the link on our website at folkrootsradio.com if you want to check out the others but Guillaume I just thought they were wonderful I was very impressed yeah they did they really did a great job. And it, it, it was really nice for me. It, it had been a little while since I had worked in a high school, done some, some art ed work in a high school. And it really is nice to be in a high school setting, in a school setting, especially in those casual off times. Those are my favorite. I mean, I guess it always has been <laughs> ever since I was a kid, I guess recess was the best. But even as somebody in an education position, as a, as a teacher, as an educator, those off times when you're spending time with youth, I find those are often the most meaningful times when you can have those real conversations. And it was really nice to, to be around the youth, for sure. Well, you know, one of the things I, I love about this project was what you said when you were, you know, sending me some notes on it was the fact that, you know, they started off and, you know, they weren't quite sure where they were going. but you really saw the growth. I mean, I was just, you know, looking at what they'd done and reading what you wrote to me about it. And I thought, wow, it's exciting, right? To, to see that level of growth from, from oh, especially for sure. in, a, in a school where maybe the, you know, the, the performing arts music maybe isn't as been as strong as in, in other places. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it takes great courage too, you know, on behalf of the, the teaching staff, the teachers and the administrators to, to, 
adopt a project like this without exactly knowing what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they knew what, where I was coming from. They knew what I had done. I, they had heard my samples. They had heard other projects I had participated in for sure. But as we're talking, it's all just notes and planning, right? They didn't quite know where I was going with this. And, you know, I've always been in sound. I love, you know, I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to recordings when you, you know, you hear, journalism and you know audio recordings and and shows i love that stuff i love hearing the space you know when when there's a a a show when you can hear the birds chirping and the water flowing i love that stuff but not everybody gets it right and so when i'm telling them well we'll we'll you know we'll capture interviews and we'll we'll record the students and the, the students will will you know take part in the mixing and the editing and we'll put a little bit of music in the back and it'll be heard it'll be to listen to and then, and you know, the questions were, well, where, where are they going to listen to, to these things? And I'm like, well, wherever they want, it'll, they'll be on, on the internet. They're, you know, we can set up a SoundCloud, SoundCloud, what's that? You know, so just the whole thing was very foreign to a lot of the people and, and they loved it. You know, they really did love the whole process. And, uh, and then when we launched the, the plan originally was to do a, a full launch, potentially at an art gallery. We were in communication with an art gallery in the area, but that was pre-COVID. So when COVID hit, we had to change our plans, obviously. Some of, some of the project didn't get finished, unfortunately, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things being in radio I loved was the fact that media interviews were part of the program. We're going to play a little mashup you put together in a few moments, but I, I really... I got off listening to these kids. You know, the, you know, there's nothing better. I mean, interviewing kids is always great fun. But, you know, hearing, you know, older kids interviewing younger kids was even more fun, I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, and what was really cool was hearing their, you know, this it was a Sec 5, right? So it's the oldest group in the school about to graduate interviewing grade one. So kindergarten would be the youngest, but it was the grade one students that, that was the teacher that was into the project. And so it was really interesting listening to them, their reflections afterwards. And it's these are the kinds of things you, you can't teach, you know, like, uh, like the wait time. You know, when you ask a question, you have to wait and let let the students respond or else it's just you doing all the talking. Right. So these things came up. Things like extra noise, you know, like they, they noticed noise in the school that they had never noticed before. Like those fans are so loud. Are they always going? And say, so, yeah, they're, they're always going. Wow. You know, and, and like these are these are big things for me, you know, where you start to think about specific things in a field. That's when, you know, maybe later, maybe they'll remember this and maybe they'll go on into a field, you know, where they where they really do have to pay attention to the sound of a building or something like that, you know. One of the things I, I noticed when I'm listening to these voices and in everything they did, I, I could hear lots of talent there. You know, that was yeah. that I found was 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 very exciting. Let's listen to the Media Interviews Mashup. This is the Media Interviews Mashup at St. Agatha Academy. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio. Welcome back to our program. And you're listening to SAA, the podcast. The show where we ask the kids the questions. And how old are you guys? Seven. You're both seven? Yeah. When did you turn seven? I don't know. You don't remember? No, when it was my birthday. Okay, that makes sense. What do you guys think animals do during the winter? Uh, how do we say this in English? Well, you can say it in French. Hiber. Hiber. 
Ah, mais moi aussi, c'est ma saison préférée, c'est pourquoi C'est ma fête. Ah, bah, ben, c'est ma saison préférée. Ah, c'est incroyable. C'est à cause qu'il y a plein de feuilles en plein de couleurs. T'aimes-tu beaucoup l'hiver? Oui. Et pourquoi est-ce que t'aimes l'hiver? Parce qu'il y a plein de neige. Ah oui? Ah, de la belle neige puis des glissades. C'est quoi votre activité préférée en hiver? You guys like building snowmen? Yes. Do you build like a whole family or just one? Just one. Uh, what's your favorite season? Spring. Spring? Because I get to run extremely fast up the mountain. You know the wind that pushes the snow off of the roof? Yeah. That's a snow tornado. That's a snow tornado. One time I was up all night if I wanted to. Actually, yeah? You yeah. did you do all nighter? Yeah. Yeah? What'd you do? I just looked outside. And I even saw a coyote. C'est le fun, hein? Ben, j'aime pas les kimbos. Non, mais des fois c'est bon, mais des fois c'est pour moi. Moi, parce que moi ça fond. Ouais, c'est vrai que je fond. Merci pour écouter notre essai de podcast. N'oubliez pas de vous abonner la prochaine fois pour savoir pourquoi les balles bouncent. Hi there, this is Moonfruits. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's the Media Interviews mashup from St. Agatha Academy, part of the wonderful Ilan Ace Sound Experience program. Guillaume Jabour was the artist in residence for the program, took place through the winter into the spring. Guillaume is our special guest on the show, and wasn't that just so much fun? <laughs> it was just great to hear them. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Now, there was a video portion as well, and we're going to link to the YouTube. And, and basically, these were like little vignettes they created, tell a little story. Yeah, so the videos were done before I came. And the idea was, it's kind of like getting a little introduction to the uh, craft of being a Foley, Foley artist. So the person that makes the noises, right? When you hear those footsteps in a movie, the, the person that actually makes those footsteps So the idea was that they filmed a short, very short scene. Uh, it didn't have to be super profound or meaningful, just a short scene and completely took out the audio. And when I came, I guided them through making the audio to accompany their scenes. And that was really fun. So that, you know, that was about setting up microphones in, uh, in different places around the school, using iPads, using phones, just to capture sounds that could match up with the visuals that they were seeing. Example, I don't, there's, there's a short clip on the, uh, the sort of summary video that shows a student, you know, scraping the blackboard, horrible, dreadful sound, but it worked really well. And, and then I would get the students to import their sounds into my computer. 
into my my DAW. I use Reaper Audio, which is great for this kind of editing. And just to play with uh, with you know adding a bit of reverb, adding a bit of compression, panning. You know, if they wanted their their sound to sort of travel through their ears. You know, some of the students really got off on this stuff. They really got into it. Never necessarily put on a pair of headphones to manipulate sound. You know, so that was a really cool experience. And seeing seeing their eyes. You know, when when they would manipulate a sound or something, and, and you know, crank it or bring up that wave or bring down the wave, and go, oh, like there's this, these aha moments of, wow. And maybe they understood something about something they had seen or heard somewhere else you know, in another movie. So that was really fun. And the final products, you know, you see them like <laughs> they're, they're hilarious and really enjoyable. You know, some some of the some of the the the, the best one, I think, is the um, I mean, they're all great. But the, the Frankenstein one for me really cracks me up, gets me every time. Just the, the sawing sounds. And <laughs> right. The, the I thought hammering that was funny. And, oh, it's just too much. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah, we can't show the videos, obviously, on a radio show, but if you head to folkrootsradio.com, you can click on the link to the YouTube, and then you can check out the, the videos there as well. But yeah, it was a, another great part of the project. The thing about this project was it started off with you in the school, but when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, you were suddenly doing everything virtually. How was that? Yeah, well, so the 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 uh, in-classroom part of the project was just about done we were just cleaning up files and you know final rendering and getting everything complete uh the only one that wasn't completely finished was the sec 5 and grade 1 interviews that's why i put together a mashup because we didn't have the chance to finish all of the editing of the interviews but the songwriting club had started really picking up steam and we were really starting to get into it and i had about 5 students that were really really keen and i mean this is a small school right so the, this group was a really intimate group, but they were really into it. And so, you know, about two weeks after uh, COVID hit and everything froze, uh, I was still talking with the teacher. We were sort of wrapping up the project. I was speaking with the organization. We had already been talking about the idea of me continuing even after the, so the project was going to end March 31st. And we had made a plan Myself with the, the principal, uh, Franz Celestino and Chantal Paquin, who's the CLC, sort of the liaison person between the community and the school, to have me come in and continue with the songwriting club um, because they saw the value in it and they saw that the students were, were really into it. And we were, you know, the things we were putting out were really good, really good quality. And so they wanted me to come back. And I, you know, I said, with pleasure, I, I'll come back twice a week and let's do it. So, you know, they the school had, a, had a, an extracurricular budget and the arts organization had some money that they put forward from uh, mental health funding. Uh, they recognized the value of this project in terms of youth mental health. And we had a community organization, also Four Corners here in the Laurentians, uh, that was really involved in getting ready to spread the word about our project after we completed it. And so when everything stopped, um, I had already started working with uh, Elan Artists Inspire in the idea of facilitating online workshops, you know, when everybody was sort of jumping online, we were trying to figure out, okay, what do we do? We still have our funds for artists in the school projects. Can we make this a virtual project? Is it a viable thing? You know, is it going to work? And so I pitched the school on the idea of, of continuing with the program only with those students that were really into it. You know, I didn't want to have to be running after students. I wanted them to be there because they wanted to be there. And so everybody jumped on and we continued with the uh, the online. Well, we continued with the songwriting club online. 
twice a week, Wednesday and Fridays for two hours, I would make myself available on Zoom. And it was the same casual format as the lunchtime songwriting club. So students would come, often they would come at the beginning, and then we'd sort of just talk. You know, I, 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 one, one thing with art ed is I don't ever want to tell, I, I don't strongly believe in the canon of arts or arts education. Like this is the way you write a song. This is music. This is good music. This is not good music, right? I think there's value in all art. And I, I really try to reflect that. I am into a certain genre of music, if you will, folk music or traditional music. And I do try to expose the students to that kind of thing, but they're into their own thing. So I would just listen and try to, to keep their project going and pursue. So I had one student who was not really a songwriter, but he was into making beats and he was into drumming and he was, he was sec too. So he was just sort of at the beginning of, of his creation. And so, you know, he would screen share. That's the magic of, of virtual learning. He would screen share his software that he was using, Beatmaker, I think he was using. And he wasn't super comfortable with it. So, you know, I, I know a little bit about manipulating tempos and, and playing with beats. So I would sort of just take him through 15, 20 minutes and go, oh, you know, what happens if you go here? Oh, try that, try that. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Then I'd say, okay, do me a favor. I want you to make me eight bars with this beat, you know, this sound, you like it, make me eight bars and then I'll go home. I'll compose something at the same tempo and we'll put it together. It'll sound really cool. So that's what we would do. And then I had the songwriters as well, who I was working with. So, you know, a, a typical online session could be vocal exercises for 15 minutes, uh, a little bit of writing, a little bit of sort of arranging. You know, we, we did that process where students would sing a song a cappella that they had on their mind and I would try to pick out some chords and then sort of go back and forth like that. So, I mean, it was it was a really successful program in that we were able to keep going, keep pushing through. And I had at one point I had one student who didn't come for two weeks, you know, and I, and I just reached out to her like, you know, like, are you OK? <laughs> I, we haven't heard from you. If you're busy, that's fine. You know, but I'm I'm still here. And, you know, she responded with I, j I just haven't been very creative these days. You know, I'm. I'm home. I I don't really feel like writing. And, you know, my response was, I totally get it. And it's completely fine. We're in a really weird place right now. It would come back a lot, obviously, the pandemic and the fact that we're all home and things are completely different. And so I just invited her to, to, to come. Just just come. You don't have to write. You know, we can just talk about music or just hang out in the space. And that's OK, too. And, you know, that's that's what happened. You know, she came back, talk about music, listen to music and just sort of carry on. And then at a certain point, she was ready to write again. You know, I, I recognize that there's a really emotional aspect to any kind of arts creation or songwriting. It's a very personal thing for me as well. It was really nice to be able to participate in this and to sort of push through this really strange time in our lives with art, you know, as much music as I can have in my life, the the uh, the better I am for it, I think. And to be able to work with the students in this way, too, is really meaningful for me. Yeah, it sounds like you got a great deal out of it as well. For um, sure. Yeah. What happens for you now? I mean, you know, obviously, we are still, you know, we're getting out of lockdown now, but who knows how long that'll continue before we end up coming back. But what are your plans moving forward from this? I, is this a program that a type of thing that you want to do more of? I, 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 to be honest, I don't even know how much of it you've done before this. 
Yeah, well, I've been involved for years in schools and schoolwork. It's a it's a way that artists can make a, a living, you know, being uh, being artists. Performing and touring is something that I love doing, uh, but I do have a family, you know, and so I I, I don't tour uh, maybe as much as someone who's completely free to tour, or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to really. I I, I do love being home with my family. So working in schools and doing arts in schools is a way that, uh, that we artists can make a living as well and not always be on the road. I am involved in the organization as well. And I've been working uh, with other artists because I have quite a bit of experience working in schools. And so I've been working with with artists to figure out, you know, how they can make their art something uh, that can turn into a workshop. That's a, that's a sort of a, a sound, you know, educational workshop. So I'm involved in the back end in that sense as well with the organization it's something i love doing and will continue to do in terms of uh uh the music you know J- jabor's second album saint bernard is is still going strong and we we had a big tour planned for the summer we were off to the maritimes for the third time with jabor we had some really nice bookings and we had a, a big show coming up at place des arts in a in a series in a in a concert series so, you know, all that's a real bummer <laughs> that it all got uh, got stopped. But, I mean, I get it. It's the way it goes. I'm not complaining. We, we've taken the opportunity to to focus on new material now. So I've been writing tons. And we've just started arranging now. So for a third Jabor album, we have one single that's sort of ready, mastered and ready, but we didn't put it out yet. Uh, we we're waiting probably till next fall as sort of a precursor to the next album. And so I was just speaking with John McCulgan, our producer from uh, for our second album, St. Bernard. And uh, he's he's up and ready and studios have now gotten the green light here in Quebec for uh, for hosting recording artists again, obviously with new measures in place. And so we'll see. You know, right now we're arranging from a distance. Carl and uh, and Bill, Bill Collier and Bill Gossage and I have all been communicating and sharing ideas right now. So that's where we're at. I've I've had the chance also to play. I've played three three gigs since it all stopped, uh, which I know is more than many other musicians in my circle. I'm involved with uh, another organization called La, La Chasse Balcon, uh, which is a, a great friend of mine, Catherine Planet, who's the organizer, the founder of the organization. And she basically brings Quebec traditional music to balconies around Montreal, and so what they did is they adopted a, a reverse model for CHSLDs for um, retirement homes, seniors' homes in uh, in the Montreal area. And so when the musicians go and play, we set up on the floor, so like on the on the ground in the grass, and the people, the seniors, are up on their balconies. And so they listen from their balconies. And so we've had some of those. She's gotten a bunch of those contracts, which is really nice. And she's sort of sharing it among her circle of people. So those are gigs that are keeping going throughout the summer. So I'm really lucky to uh, to have access to those those gigs. So we'll see. I mean, in the fall, the Place des Arts show was put off until late September. And and then from there, we'll. I think like everybody else, we're just sort of waiting and seeing. seeing. Yeah. I don't want to forget to, uh, to thank all the people involved in uh, making this project happen because as you know, the projects like this uh, need a lot of people power to, to make them work so, well, first off, the uh, the Elan Art Ed team, 
the uh, ACE initiative, all the work that went through that. Paula Knowles, everything that she did to connect the dots and make everything work. And of course, the team at the school, Janet Victoris, Franz Celestino, Chantal Paquin for making everything line up. Of course, our funders, this project was funded by the government of uh, Quebec Secretariat for Relations with English-speaking Quebecers. So thanks to them, the, this project was able to take off and dozens of other uh, uh, ACE projects around Quebec. So really, really important to uh, maintain these projects and, and thank our funders so much for making these projects happen. Well, it's been great to talk to you today. We have one more song from the Sound Experience program that's available to play, and that's Think Back. Tell us a little bit about this song. So Think Back was uh, uh, written by Madison Sargent, and it was the same same concept. She had been hanging around, and, and she came by at one point during lunch. She said, I, 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 can I talk to you? <laughs> and she was in the SEC 5 class, and I said, sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd seen her face, and we had chatted a little bit. And she says, I have a song. It's it's going to be it's a grad song. It's a song that I've written for grad for graduation. I said, "Oh, that's great! That's, that's amazing." So she got up on the mic and she sang just the first verse. And I went home and I and I figured I figured out some chords that I thought could work. And the next time I saw her, the week after, I said, "You know, it's 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 a really lovely song, but I don't I don't quite think it's finished. I think you maybe need another verse." Oh, I wrote another verse. Oh. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I love hardworking artists. So she had written another verse, and in the time, you know, within a few days, the the song was finished. And then we we recorded the song. Same process. We went back and forth a couple of times. I did the music at home. I did the guitar at home, and she recorded the voice. Originally, uh, we had thought that it might be it might be nice to have some backing vocals. But then when we heard the whole thing together, it sounded so nice and so pure. You know, there's a purity to it that's really, really, really nice. We did, uh, I added some, those are digital drums that I added. And uh, and then again, we had Carl Roof uh, from the, the Poets and Jabor uh, step in and, and do some bass parts. So that, that song was meant to be uh, performed at the grad ceremony. But so they they sort of put their grad ceremony on hold, the official grad ceremony, and it's going to happen in the fall. Um, so I'm still in communication with the school. And uh, hopefully if they make a, a slideshow or something, we'll we'll do that. It's a great song and a great way to finish our conversation today. Guillaume Chabot, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. This is Think Back from the wonderful Sound Experience program at St. Agatha Academy. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Came and they 
And that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. You can visit our website at folkrootsradio.com to check out many more interviews and radio episodes. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. Stay safe and well, everyone. We'll see you next time. But actually, we're not done yet, are we, Guillaume? Nope, not yet. Because <laughs> I think you have another song for us. Yeah, I wanted to play this this one last song. It's, it's, it's brand new, and uh, and it was a, a collaboration. So 
the projects that were done throughout the uh, year in the ACE project and with the songwriting club were initiated by the students. When we continued with the songwriting club virtually, at one point I came in with the song. It was my first uh, writing since uh, the beginning of the pandemic. And it was about one third of a song, you know, and, and it sort of, I opened up the door. I love collaboration. I love collaborating with other songwriters. And I opened up the door to this small group of, uh, of senior students. And I said, you know, if you're, if you're open to it, I would love to collaborate with you and for us to write a song together. And, and it really was themed around, you know, sort of being in this difficult situation, trying to see the light, but you know what? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And so, you know, there's all these messages going around, like it's going to, you know, in Quebec, it's it's going to be okay in rainbows. And it's, it's great to have hope, but at the same time, uh, I think there's damage in not acknowledging that things are really hard. And for a lot of people, there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of isolation and there's, you know, mental illness is at play in all of this. And so this, this is sort of the, the, the vibe I came in with, um, with this preliminary text and, and song. And I presented it to the students and, and we wrote it together. So with the help of Jasmine Forgette and Madison Sargent and Cody Greenfield, uh, we wrote this song together uh, and it's called My Way Around. below is reaching 
jumping in isn't so bad after all I'm pushing I can't let go Some days are high Some are low I'm pushing I can't let go Some days are high Some are low I'm trying to grow Hi there, this is Jabor and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with John Hall. <laughs> 